Hey, everybody. This is Randy Shandabel, and you're listening to This Golden State. If any one place could be called the epicenter of the resistance to Donald Trump, well, it might be San Francisco. San Francisco city officials aren't waiting for the other shooter drop because they know it's coming. So they're gearing up. And we will help protect all of our immigrant families in this city. Even though virtually everyone in San Francisco is a Democrat, the city's politics can be incredibly divisive and nasty. Frequent clashes in City Hall between the moderate faction and the progressive faction. But not when it comes to President Trump, who has made it clear he has problems with the city's policies. In San Francisco, sanctuary city. We have to get rid of these sanctuary cities. It's, it's disgraceful. And Trump says he'll make the city pay for its policy. Block funding for sanctuary cities. We block the funding. No more funding. Cities that refuse to cooperate with federal authorities will not receive taxpayer dollars. For today's podcast, we talk to the mayor, three supervisors, the city attorney, the public defender, and the president of the school board. And again, even though some in this group are political rivals, there is no disagreement when it comes to Donald Trump and no hint of compromise. No hint city officials will try to play nice with the president, even though the president has shown time and time again he tries to punish his opponents. Yeah, we're going to respond. Anybody that hits me, we're going to hit them 10 times. This week, the president made it official. No longer just campaign rhetoric, he's now actually signed executive orders. So here it goes. One city gets ready to fight the country. A quick note. All of the interviews you're about to hear were recorded before the president signed his executive orders. But since everyone we talked to knew it was going to happen, their opinions still hold. Also, everyone we interviewed for this podcast will be featured in San Francisco Magazine's special resistance issue, which comes out this week. Being a sanctuary city is part of our DNA. This is part of our character. That's San Francisco Mayor Ed Lee. The city has grown and prospered since he became mayor six years ago, but he still has plenty of critics. They say he's sold out to developers, that he's partially responsible for the city's affordability crisis, and they find him a bit milquetoast to meek. But in his own quiet way, the mayor is standing up to President Trump. Lee has budgeted $3 million to help undocumented immigrants who face deportation get legal help. We are a sanctuary city. That's not going to change. Fair or unfair, people think of you as a cautious type. Perhaps deliberate's a better word. And they think that Maybe now is the time for a fighter. Is, is, is there a fighter at heart in you, or is that description of you as cautious and deliberate an accurate one? You know, my, my approach has always been, you know, Ed Lee, you don't change. There are times when I have to be very pointed and very deliberate, uh, and there are times when I think the conversation is about an invitation to everybody in the city to come together. I think that's the usual approach that I have, uh, but... If I'm challenged and if there is a side of me that says you've got to fight this off, you know, I, I'm, I'm very willing to fight for this city. 
even before, actually well before the president signed this week's executive order cutting funding to sanctuary cities, city attorney Dennis Herrera had his legal team prepping for battle. Herrera says that by cutting funding, Trump is essentially trying to coerce cities and states into becoming the deportation arm of the federal government. And according to Herrera, that's clearly illegal because it violates state sovereignty. You know, the cases that we bring, the litigation that we bring, the fights that we fight, uh, a good uh, many times, we're successful. We win most of the time. Time and time again, Trump has shown that when provoked, he attacks back. Is there a danger that in the city being a tip of the spear of the resistance to his agenda that he pokes back harder than you poke? Well, uh, certainly a risk, uh, but I've never been one that backs down from a bully. And uh, I don't think that uh, people here in San Francisco expect us to do that. Like the mayor, London Breed, the president of the Board of Supervisors, is considered part of the city's moderate wing. But when she talks about fighting to protect the city's immigrants from deportation, she doesn't sound like a moderate. A lot of uncertainty, a lot of panic. Panic. What does that mean? What kind of panic? So, for example, there are, if you're injured, naturally you think, I'd go to the emergency room, but people who are immigrants, you know, we're hearing from the school district and others that they're even scared, you know, to go to the emergency room or to go to get services because of what they know the president represents. And so it's really sad. So it's possible that sick people are getting sicker out of fear. Yes. Is there any thinking in City Hall or in your heart that maybe to protect our funding, maybe to protect the city, we should consider accommodating him in some fashion? Accommodating him for what? I mean, uh, we can't make decisions, you know, based on threats. We can't make decisions based on the fact that, oh, we're going to take your federal funds away. Um, I don't think it's fair to operate in that way. And I think that the good news is that even though we have a president that's made it clear um, that he is going to be a thorn in our side, I think that we have people like Dianne Feinstein, Kamala Harris, Nancy Pelosi, you know, great leaders who are going to help. It is going to be a tough four years for us. Jane Kim is another member of the Board of Supervisors, part of the city's progressive wing. In a recent campaign ad, she showed off her fighting for the underdog credentials by taking off her stilettos and putting on her black belt in Taekwondo. So her kick Trump's butt attitude is hardly a surprise. I think it's an incredibly strong statement here in San Francisco that we're not just a sanctuary city by name, but that we're willing to put um, our money where our mouth is. We're not only going to be standing up to the deportation by resisting using any local resources to assist the federal government as we have with past administrations, but that we're going to actually put in more resources um, to protect our all San Francisco residents, regardless of documentation. Donald Trump has a reputation. He even boasts about it. When people provoke him, he attacks back. Are you concerned that by setting aside money to fight his policies, his immigration policies, that he may interpret that as a provocation and come back at San Francisco and the Bay Area even harder than he may already before you do that? I don't think that in this administration that it's time for San Francisco to sit back and try to be invisible. 
San Francisco is going to lose either way, whether we choose to be cautious and complacent um, or whether we choose to be aggressive. So I say we should just go all out. Go down fighting. Absolutely. Earlier, we mentioned that the mayor authorized millions of dollars to provide immigrants with legal advice. Public defender Jeff Adachi says he appreciates that, but wishes the mayor would do even more, send some additional money to his public defender's office to defend undocumented immigrants accused of crimes. If you think about it, anyone behind bars should at least have a right to legal counsel. What if you don't understand the language? What if you're completely ignorant as to the system, as most people are? They need a right to a lawyer and to due process. So it's really a matter of, of fairness. America bases itself on justice for all. It doesn't say justice for all unless you're an immigrant. Perhaps one of the most aggressive official acts of resistance came from the San Francisco School Board. Shortly after Trump's election, they sent out this emergency voicemail to every parent with a child or children in a public school. This is a message from the San Francisco Unified School District to let you know we are committed to providing a safe space for learning for each and every one of our students, including recent immigrants, regardless of immigration status. We will continue to uphold San Francisco's sanctuary city for all immigrants. Matt Haney is the school board president. We are a school district of many immigrant children. Uh, we have about uh, 57,000 students. Uh, one out of every three, actually more than out of one every three, have an uh, immigrant parent. And, you know, there's a lot of fear out there. And uh, it's interrupting, in many cases, the educational experience of our kids. If they are focused on whether or not one of their family members is going to be deported, it's hard to spend a lot of time on algebra homework. And so we need to let our families know that, as far as we are concerned, we are going to do everything we can to ensure their safety, uh, their security, and their well-being. And our school district is, is not just worried about whether or not uh, students are going to be uh, deported or, or their family members. Of course, that's a huge concern. But it's also how the rhetoric in the country has impacted the way that they see themselves. And we want to remind them that we love them, we support them, and we believe that their diversity is something to be celebrated. Aside from saying that you're sympathetic and that you want to protect them, is there anything a school district can actually do to help students uh, in that situation? Um, we can make sure that all of our policies make it clear that we don't share any information related to immigration status with the federal government. We can uh, make sure that we provide information about legal resources and uh, uh, information about uh, uh, the rights that families have. Uh, you know, and I think that we are prepared to do more depending on what happens. Uh, prepared to do more like what? I mean, is it theoretically possible that agents would actually come to schools to, to look for students who are immigrants? Absolutely. It's happened in other uh, school districts. It's happened in other parts of the country. Uh, it's also theoretically possible that they uh, might come to us and seek some sort of uh, information about students or families and there's a lot of fear about, about around that. Uh, so, you know, we have to make it clear that our policies protect that information and do not allow uh, immigration enforcement on our campuses. How do schools keep federal immigration agents off, your, off the campuses? I mean, how would you physically do that? 
I hope it doesn't come to that. There are a lot of things city officials hope don't happen, but they're working on the assumption that more bad things will happen, so they're preparing for the worst. You can subscribe to This Golden State on iTunes, SoundCloud, and Stitcher, and find us on San Francisco Magazine's website as well. If you like us, spread the word. Any comments or ideas, shoot me an email to Shandabel at shandabel.com. That's S-H-A-N-D-O-B-I-L. Thanks for listening.